so you can see something worth seeing. Alright, so I am Gordon, I will be the DM, as I am every Wednesday night for this club of peoples. Um, I'm going to let the players introduce themselves and their characters, I'm going to call them out one by one. Um, first up, I'm going to go from left to right on my screen, is Mickey. Damn it. <laughs> I'm always first. Hello, I am Mickey. Not my real name, of course. I am a tabaxi bard that doesn't do her job well enough. This is just for everybody who's listening. Her character's name is Siren. Yes, I was getting to that. <laughs> Of course. So, Cyan. Hello. Um, my character's name is Cyan Storm Whisperer. He's a human cleric that is extremely devoted to his goddess, Osprum. Thank right. you. Thank you. Corollas. Hello, my name is Corollas. I'm playing a Dwarf monk, and uh, I try to be a wise dwarf master, but things don't always go the things how I plan. So, hopefully, you, hopefully, everyone will stick by and check my bad rolls. <laughs> yeah, Tarkarius. Yeah, I'm playing a protector Asimov. Old Carcarius, who's a follower of Procan and a cleric, and tries to keep the rest of these idiots alive. Tries and fails. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't failed yet. Yeah. <laughs> Open to debate. <laughs> I suppose you have survived. And yeah, the, the, only one, the only one who died was because I wasn't there. <laughs> True. <laughs> and uh, the last of the people that are currently online is Beiru. Um, Beiru, contrary to popular belief, I'm not a short furbolg. I am a seven foot five furbolg oh that is a protector and relatively mysterious and short and to the point when talking. Furbolgs. Uh, or not very much in the lines of conversationalists. You're never going to let that go, are you? Was <laughs> <laughs> that a mistake? Um, our last uh, player is playing a character who shall be revealed when the time is appropriate. Um, I also just want to give a shout out to a few people. First of all, the, the fine folks at Fantasy Grounds for uh, Fantasy Grounds Unity and allowing us to actually stream our game. Um, hello! And um, also to the people who are responsible for the great sound effects that, that you will listen, um, be listening to this evening. Um, the folks at Sirenscape, you know, of course, great games require great music great sounds these are the people you want um, and lastly I just want to give a shout out to a fellow streamer Rob Tui that's with the numeral 2 and E the letter uh, he also makes a bunch of great mods for Fantasy Grounds Classic and Fantasy, Gra Fantasy Grounds Unity go ahead and look at his stuff on the DMs Guild it's awesome 
it automates so much stuff for you we've been using it for years it's fantastic um, all right so I'm going to give a little bit of a short summary about where the group was there will be a podcast coming soon with a recap of their adventures up until this point but they have been wandering around well not wandering around been <laughs> running around doing a few missions picking up a couple of bounties they killed a venom troll they discovered some sinister happenings um, in the dreadwood um, they have returned to the town of Burl, claimed their um, reward um, after avenging um, an elf by the name of Alash, uh, whose party was killed by this venom troll. And um, yeah, there was some slight hijinks in town as well, where uh, there was some business with a tax collector um, that has yet to be fully resolved, um, but. Uh, our missing party member uh, Xerxes with Beiru was responsible for that. Um, what else? You know, you know what? There's one thing I said to myself: Gordon, do not use the word um. And <laughs> so help me, I can hear it. I'm using it like a flipping copper comma. Um, uh, no. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Well, Alan's here. Hello, Alan! <laughs> At the end of it, you can always turn it into a drinking game. <laughs> That's true. Every time I say, um, I drink. <laughs> I think that will only make things worse. <laughs> that won't help anything. Um, oh God, I did it again! <laughs> Breathe. You're not Take helping. a breath out. <sighs> All right. Alan, we were just busy introducing everybody's characters. Would you like to say something about Xerxes? Sure, is everyone already gone? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Xerxes, short little red, uh, Tiefling sorcerer, dragonborn, um, got white hair, long horns, tail, bat-like wings uh, protruding from my back, and uh, I like fire and causing sneaky things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has a few sneaky things, a few endeavors in the works. As I mentioned earlier, him and Veru had a, a lovely little um, side excursion that sort of went awry. Um, when last we saw you guys, you were still in Burl. I think you were still making some plans to um, leave town and return to Saltmarsh. Because you know that the town council kind of still had some unfinished business with you regarding the lizard folk that you had encountered um, aboard the Sea Ghost. Um, before that happened, though, you did pick up an additional little bounty. Um, Byron wasn't with us last week for that. Sorry about that, Byron. Um, but don't worry, it wasn't anything big, and you got some free XP for it. <laughs> um, but I basically, was... they went and they killed... I'm actually trying to think, what what was that thing called? A tracker? Yeah, uh, a trapper. A trapper. trapper. There we go. Yeah. It's a... Carpet. Yeah, it got <laughs> annihilated. <laughs> yeah, it was a manta ray-like carpet <laughs> that, that just basically flopped down on Beiru and tried to suffocate him. Um, and it, yeah, it was absolutely obliterated and skinned. Oh, is, that is that in my inventory, by the way? Uh, I think you were supposed to add it. Oh, I probably would have. Trapper. Oh, yes, I, I think I did. I think I did, yeah. Okay, cool. If it's... Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, it's if, it's, if it doesn't sell well, we can just use it in the VIP section. <laughs> <laughs> but of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. Um, the other notable thing that did happen towards the end of that game, um, while people were busy running around Burl looking for, oh. I think Xerxes was looking for new clothes, um, Siren was also looking for some new outfits, and she is actually now resplendent in a brand new scarlet cloak with edge, no, edged in gold, and she has a new mask. Mickey, would you like to explain what your mask looks like? Oh wow, you went on a spree. Uh, because stuff and things happen. Uh, I don't know how you would, I, how I would explain that. The only thing I can think of is a jester, a jest, a jester. A jester, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, its theme is black, white, and red. It has music notes on it, and the music notes are is actually sheet music from Drunken Sailor, <laughs> of four Drunken Sailors, so. Which is that's awesome. cute. Which is really, really awesome. Um, oh, and I have a pseudo dragon also. Oh, yes. And Xerxes has a perpetual companion in a little pseudo dragon named Bims, um, who has formed a telepathic bond uh, with Xerxes after he was rescued from captivity slash experimentation aboard the Sea Ghost. Um, I've done it again. I will try to excise this word from my vocabulary. <laughs> the yeah. other thing that happened towards the end of last week's game was uh, a, a huge outcry, well not outcry, an alarm went up in the town as flying not over the town but adjacent to the town and just lazily skirting around the perimeter um, was black an dragon. adult black dragon that just ignored the town completely as it made its way to the uh, southwest and deep within the reaches that you know of as the Hool Marshes, which are found to the west of Salt Marsh. Um, you have, as far as I can remember, I don't know if anybody else has anything else that they want to accomplish in Burl? Um, not in Burl, but on the way back to Salt Marsh. I wanted to go past the Dano Splits, I believe it was called, yeah. and check if the um, the trapper or the goat, <laughs> if, if my baby goat thing was found. Your kid's there. <laughs> uh, you are talking about old Wes Stonebridge. Yeah. So at the rate you're going, we're going to end up with a menagerie at some point. I'm happy with that. <laughs> On our ship, that would be very nice. Oh God, please, please let's not turn it into an arc. <laughs> well, it's not bestiality, please. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, have you no seen? No that. Yeah, well, we're opening a brothel. It's just not the kind of brothel some other people would want. <laughs> Moving along swiftly. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't exist in our. You see. So okay, your horses were also being housed um, at the Lonely Sater, the inn that's. You know, that is run by the halfling uh, pr proprietor's um, old query. And uh, Tom has got your horses all saddled up and ready to go, should you desire to leave immediately. Uh, I mean, I've got nothing else to do in town. I'm also done, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. 
Alright, before we leave, I would like three different people to roll me d12s. Is lower good? <laughs> you don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Whoops. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm doing one. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do one. I'll do the third then. Oh my gosh, I got two sixes. The first one was a six as well. <laughs> yes, told you, lower. <laughs> Alright. You have no idea what this stuff means, so ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so moving out of town, you are... I assume you want to do that now? Everybody yeah. alright with it? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which way did the dragon go again? It, it went to the south the masters, yeah? Yeah. Okay. To the whole marsh. Uh, so, in other words, the direction we're headed. No, we're going southeast. We're going southeast. Okay. Oh, we're yeah, going yeah, Sort yeah, of. That, that's a bit better. <laughs> we're going south, though. So, so moving out of town. Oh, there was one more thing that that I must mention uh, for Byron's benefit. Um, Though actually it was only Siren that noticed it at the time. There was a carriage, a rather noble looking carriage, that um, passed through town. That Siren recognized the heraldry that was um, you know, like gilded onto the side of the carriage um, as a naval. Uh, naval. Well, where'd that come from? A noble family from the capital city of Neoldra. But no, I saw no such thing. <laughs> no, no idea what you're talking about. And there was a, for the briefest moment, a young woman's face that peered out into the road before disappearing behind a thick curtain. So you are mounted. You still have sufficient supplies, I believe. Did you guys Hopefully. actually remove any rations of the other? I think I... we oh, did yes. from the forest. Yeah, so I don't know if we did for the trapper escapade, but nothing else. I don't think you would need to because it was only like two or three hours away to get to that cave. So I mean, it's it's like half a day trip. It's it's not not anything too bad. So you would have probably gotten something more to eat. Um, yeah. You know, in the morning you would have arrived just in time for breakfast. Um, so yeah, you you start exiting out of this of the, out of the well, not city out of the town, and to your right you can see there are a couple of barges going down the river. Um, they seem to be loaded <laughs> with sacks of some sort. You can see one of the barges also has what appears to be like a penned off area on it. It's fairly large, and it's got maybe ten sheep in there. Um, you assume it's probably being shipped down river to be slaughtered you know even the fishermen like to have some mutton every once in a while wait what are... <laughs> oh my party believes i have Tourette syndrome just need to put that there yeah believes she definitely has <laughs> they believe knowing they knowing it's, either, it's either Tourette's or insanity but we go with Tourette's for now you'll never know <laughs> maybe it's nothing Maybe. But... Or is it all an act? Dun, dun, dun. No. So exiting town, you're moving along the, the road, you know, it's fairly well traveled. The early summer sun is warm on your backs. 
you actually feel like you might need to strip a little bit because it's getting quite hot down here. Uh, the there is a still you're close enough to the ocean that you can just start catching a tang um, of 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 salt in the air and that. When you get across the bridge, um, you know, with that river there, where the river forks and goes off to the north into the Dreadwood and heads south down towards salt, salt marsh itself, you do notice what appears to be in one of the clumps of trees, there is something swinging gently. As How close to the road is it? Quite close, maybe about 15, 20 feet away. On like a little hill, a little hillock. I want to know what it is. I'll have my boat ready. So when you get closer, weapons ready, weapons drawn, the image or the object that you see actually becomes abundantly clear because you've seen something like this before. Hanging from the tree um, is uh, three bodies that have been tied around the necks, but they've all been suspended in a weird, strange-looking piece of black rope. And they are hanging dead. Do I recognize any of them? You can give me a perception roll, or if you want to try and recall... No, let's make it a perception roll. That will be enough. I want to know what the... Is it just normal black rope? Uh, That's what I'm going to go and try and cut it. You're going to try and climb up there to get a good look at it? Yes. Then you can roll an investigation roll for me. Okay, Do they look up. like bandits or peasants or what? like standard citizens? From the looks of them, they appear to be plain citizens. But what you do notice is like the one dangling arm of one guy seems to be completely burnt black. We can actually it's burnt down to the bone. Um, another one is filled with arrows. Jeez. So, as a <clears> warning, <throat> maybe? Or well, actually, they all sort of have some arrows in them. Uh, what you also notice... Is anybody else making a perception roll? Yes, I mm. want to Bayer, check what kind of also. Actually, Xerxes, you... Yeah, no, yours would just be a normal roll, because Bim's... Bums wouldn't have been with me. Yeah. I don't well, recognize any of these people that. No, but actually, no. Xerxes and Beiru, roll again for me because you should have advantage on this. Cool. <laughs> there you <Wow>. go. <laughs> That's a case, maybe. So, basically. Carcarius, you do recognize uh, one of the faces. It looks yeah. very familiar to you, but you can't place it. You think it's for somebody from Burl, but you've never me actually met, you know, introduced yourself to this person. It's just yeah. a face that you recognize off of the street. Okay, it's like a face in passing type yeah, thing. kind of a thing. Beiru, more specifically, you recognize, now the rest of you don't know this, but you recognize 
all three of these faces as belonging to people that were in the tavern when you visited it when in, in, in the um, uh, what was it called the eel uh, the frowning eel yeah yes like i had everything so well memorized and just phew, out of my mind i'll uh the frowning goes to 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 uh, Xerxes and just uh, point it out. I'll I'll not as if I know. Yeah, quietly. <laughs> These are the people. <laughs> Siren, in the meantime, has dismounted from her horse. She extends her claws and she climbs up this tree to get a good look at this rope that they're swinging from. Uh, with your roll, Siren, the first thing that you notice is this rope is somehow somehow attached and tied it's not really tied there's no knot that you can tell it's almost as if it's wrapped around another branch and the rope just melds into itself and it seems to be made out of a strange material it's you when you reach out and you touch it it feels like silk and yet it's unlike any silk that you've ever encountered. Hmm. Anybody wants want really strong black silk rope? Probably not a good idea to yeah. mess with these bodies. Don't fiddle with them. They got absolutely annihilated. But why are they here, though? Don't as know. a warning? As a... Mm, uh, Threat? It's definitely a warning to of who? some sorts. Because this is an our path, but who's else? Uh, Everyone travels down this path, so. I see. Because well, I should just leave it. Yeah. The least we can do the for these. Pray Pirates for them, or not, Simon. the very least we could do is uh, pray for these poor souls. Yeah. I'm going to carry on riding. I was going to say, I'm going to keep riding. Yeah, and I think Siren will just kneel and give the last rites and pray to Osmo. I'll join Siren. Siren doing that. We're sure the clerics will catch up. I get down and of course real fast. Doesn't one of the clerics not own a horse? Yeah, wait. Siren, do you have a horse yet? Remember, Craig, a dwarf bought him one. Oh, I think he just rented it for me. I don't think there's something as a you walking, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can oh, catch lift. No, I, I don't remember what happened. I, 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 don't, I don't have a horse. I don't believe in owning animals. Rented it. Hmm. Interesting. I assume you're probably riding with me then. Oh, yes, of course. Between <laughs> that and uh, a brisk jog. Those of you heading back, back down the road, um, that's Xerxes, Beiru, Siren. Uh, I assume Carolus is also going still on horseback and moving down the road while the clerics are having a look. Yes, but slowly. All right. I would like you four to give me survival rolls, please. This is how we No, no I'm not. <laughs> Out of the bushes, a dragon leaves. No. <laughs> it's a ghost dragon? It should, though. 
with those rolls. Wow. I'm sitting Can you back. switch the low dice hacks, please? <laughs> I, I feel... I feel... I'm backwards on my horse and just looking at these two clerics praying. Yeah, that's pretty, that's a good way of describing it for that role. I don't know what the hell Xerxes has done. He's 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 found like something wrong, some or other like uh, a, a seam or something that's coming out done on his new finery that he's picking at. It's like annoying him. And Bims is just asleep, fast asleep. But Carolus, you do notice lying off to. Well, not lying off to the side on the road itself you can see indents in the road where clearly some sort of wagon or cart rested for some time it's it's sort of like sunk into the soft mud because it had been raining recently you also notice what appears to be a large rock off to the side and some sort of branch that has been broken off and from this, you can tell somebody used this area to lever up a wagon or a cart or a carriage of some type to make repairs. Hmm, strange. Do you in this at all? I do. That's interesting. Maybe yeah. their, wheel, their wheel broke. That's I okay. wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah. So the clerics, you finish yeah. things. Is there anything special that you're doing, or are you just doing some last rites, praying for their souls? Yeah, I think basic last rites. Uh, you, you, yeah. you can mount up and catch up with the, the rest of the group without too much issue. As you... I'd, I'd start mounting up and riding before realizing I need to actually wait for sign. <laughs> it's, it's not too too far away from where you know the little you know, country road that heads off to Dano Splitters. So you said you want to go pop in there and see if you can f find old Wes. Yeah, he, Wes said he was going to make haste because I was going to uh, give him first go at the, the new brothel. <laughs> I forgot about that. So making your way down the path, you can see there's, there's, there hasn't been a lot of travel down yet. It's one of those little forgotten hamlets. And I mean, who wants to go visit a bunch of halflings? But as you come into town itself, there is a bit of activity in that. Um, and you make your way through the, through the little market area past the inn. And you make straight for basically Wes's little, I don't know what you would call it, a cottage, I suppose. You... The first thing that you see is it looks like everything is still closed up and shuttered. You also notice that it looks exactly the same as you left it. It doesn't look like anything has been touched here. Hmm. Is there anyone around that I can ask uh, to see if he's been around? Well, you can, you can, you can you know, go, go back to town basically and, and hear and see if somebody knows something there. Yeah. So making your way back into town, there's a few people hanging around. You see, there's a couple of older ladies who are busy hauling out water from the the central well. Um, you can see there's like a little communal baking area off to the side, where there's some more people and some children. 
playing around in the streets. Not a lot. I mean, altogether, there's maybe 15 or 16 people in this in this little village, really, this little hamlet. Um, but you do make your way to the inn because I mean, you 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 remember the human proprietor. You kind of hit it off with him. He he was a bit surly, but in the end, friendly. And uh, asking your question, how would you how do you frame it? I'll just say um, I was supposed to meet Wes uh, around about this time um, or this day. Uh, it looks like he hasn't been around his house for some time. Um, have you seen him, or would you know? Um, where I could ask if anyone else has potentially seen him. He says, well, Wiz was here just uh, a day or so ago. He came in to pick up some fresh supplies. He had some important job, but uh, apparently <laughs> he was having no luck. I say, oh, thank you very much. Um, would you let him know that I am going, well, I, Xerxes, I'm going down to Salt Marsh, and should he come right, he's more than welcome to come down there. And um, the agreed upon deal that we had can be finalized. It is, uh, yes, sir. If I see him, I'll pass along the message. Xerxes, you say? That's correct. That be you. Yes. All right. He says, I will. I'll be sure to tell him about the strange tiefling looking for him and to go down to salt marsh if he's successful cool and I'll, I'll just i'll flick him a silver be like thanks have a good day that silver it doesn't even land on the counter it just disappears <laughs> <laughs> and he says can i offer you a drink uh, i'll look at everyone else any, any, anyone want a drink or are we gonna go no i, I want a takeaway please Take away. <laughs> a little plastic sippy cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm not letting you drink while on the horse. <laughs> oh, I can just see that. No I can just see that. Gonna, oh, I can I, just I see you spilling that all over me. <laughs> so yeah, he he, he he says well, he doesn't have anything to make it a takeaway, but uh, he does uh, put down some like really cheap wooden cups, uh, pours out some watered down ale, then. Push it, push it, pushes it over to your side. I down it very much. It's cool. Huh. It's not the best ale. It's something. Something. How would take? Should I should I grab one as well? That all right? Yeah, it's it's okay it's for the hot day. Yeah. And yeah, I'll smash one and I'll just ask him as well. Um, you got any um snacks? Meaty snacks. For my little friend here. Preferably raw, you know. I'll just you bad bums. And he says, uh, go have a look over there at the pot over there. Uh, there might still be some leftover stew from last night. Oh, I'll ask Bums, uh, now anything you want? Bums is always hungry. <laughs> yeah, so I've heard. So, like, Hearing this uh, innkeeper offer up the contents of the cauldron, Bims lights from your shoulders and glides to the 
the, the cauldron and he's strong enough that he manages to get the lid off and he just like chucks the wooden spoon that was left in there out and he just crawls straight into the the, 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 the cauldron and you just hear these like these mighty slurping noises oh how cute a little while later his head pops up and lets out this burp and you get a like a warm fuzzy feeling xerxes as you you basically have to get the impression from him that he is satisfied nice and he like, crawls out and it uh, takes him a, a bit of time to get those wings stretched out properly but he flitters back onto your shoulder and he's now looking pretty much like a like a very content cat I would have only let him land on my shoulder if he was clean. Oh, he's impeccable. Okay. Hundreds. This is one very clean dragon. Like, like a, a cat, you know. Yeah, just making sure because he dove into that pot <laughs> for a cauldron. So, but yeah, hundreds. Cool. So glad to know you're happy. Well, glad to see you happy. I'll smash one of those uh, ales as well. And then, yeah. Uh, Peter, you were going to say something as well, I heard. Next, um, I'm gonna order something as well on the aisle, but looking at this watered down stuff, I'm gonna just merge to something stronger. <laughs> so, he does have some unwatered stuff. You do know that, like, considering the culture and everything, and you know, like the day laborers and things, the farmers and that, when they come in for a drink, they want to have their thirst quenched, but they don't want to be sloshed. Um, you know, because they got to get back out and we'll do some work and stuff. So they come in basically to grab grab some lunch, those with the means. Um, but he does keep some unwatered ale behind the counter as well, and he like it's basically an earthenware jug, and he just pours it into a cup for you and pushes it across. The one silver is enough for for that as well. I'm gonna down it. So when we. Ride back, I'm going to lie down on my horse. On my back. <laughs> like a really chilled position. Yeah. So, you are leaving Dano's split, I take it? Yeah. Heading down the road, off in the distance, you can see there is another storm sweeping in from the south from the coast side i mean it's 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 fairly hilly this area but i mean you know that direction be salt marsh basically and the bay that it's situated in following the river you mean following the road you meet back up with the, the, the main road the trade road that follows along the riverside sometime goes by you know, an hour or two You've come across the familiar site of yet another collection of hanging bodies. This time, however, they are not unfamiliar to you. You recognize these as the same um, corpses from the very, very, very first session of this campaign that were strung up for banditry along the roads Ooh. between Burl and Salt Marsh. And I can imagine they reek quite they, substantially by now. Not only that, you can see that they they have like their skin is sagging and everything. Their clothes are just disgusting. You can actually see where birds have like pulled off whole sections of flesh, and the sign 
the sign, however, that was nailed above all of these hanging bodies is still impeccably clean. Of course. Justice is swift. Oh. Well, it makes me think that the other guys did something wrong as well. Maybe. Probably. Most definitely. Moving along south. Doesn't take you too much longer um, to come within sight of the the guard post on the northern edge of town. What does strike you as odd as you come up to Salt Marshes? Normally, the there's a you can you can hear you know the atmosphere from the markets and from the docks and things. It's an it's not a quiet town. By any means, but with this encroaching mass of dark clouds to the south, you don't hear much of anything coming from town itself. You do, however, notice that instead of the usual two guards that you have standing there alongside the road, there are now four. Maybe it was the black dragon? Yeah, I think that's Definitely. a good enough reason to increase security. Yeah. Good as any. But let's ask anyways. Yeah, we should probably. One of the guards is uh, one of the veteran guards that you've rec that you've spoken to before on Sean. And he recognizes you immediately and he says, Welcome back, sirs and madam. Thank you. Thank you. What's Thank with you. the increased security? Oh, uh, tax collector. <laughs> Somebody uh, tried to rob the tax collector, the royal tax collector. Oh no, hectic, really? What? Uh, so you're not trying to keep the tax out? <laughs> Why? What kind of an idiot would try to uh, attack a royal tax collector in the first place? Yeah, Don't they know that they're mages? Yes. That, that explains a lot now. Would, would I pick up anything from Xerxes' reaction? <laughs> what reaction? Does his reaction sound sincere? Yeah. Oh, please, man. That's the gaming to the max. <laughs> <laughs> but what I said, I said out loud. Hopefully catching. That, uh, that explains the mangled corpses hanging from it the tree. It absolutely does. Yeah. Um, you can read into Xerxes' reaction however you'd like. I'm not going to ask for a contested role for that. But um, he does say that there have also been some of the out, outlying... Oh, I should do this in, in my voice. I should actually do it in the voice. He says uh, there's also been some strange reports. Strange movement in the countryside. One of our outlying patrols between here and Burles, or, or claimed to have seen, some sort of dragon. Uh, yeah, we saw it too. Yes, I think everyone in Burles saw it as well. It was mighty, like, really cool. Big looking. with wings. You saw it too? Black. Yeah. Yep. A black dragon. dragon. Adult black dragon. Yeah. Big one. Well, shit. <laughs> don't look interested in yeah, that was kind of our reaction to yeah we were also <clears throat> uh, do me a favor if you happen to see uh, oh what's his name this isn't this isn't the character forgetting the name this is the shitty DM forgetting the name 
What is his name, old? Ah, Eliander. If you see Lord Fireborn, be sure to mention it to him, would ya? No, aye, sure. aye. We probably need to see him anyways to speak about the ship, but... Yeah, yeah but they haven't uh, requested us yet. Requested yeah. us yet. But yeah, can you? It, it, one of the younger guards, like, sidles up to him and says, Sir, aren't these the ones we were told to look for? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Why you look for me? Xerxes, you spoke too soon. Yeah, like he yeah. looks up at Beiru, the seven, what seven, <laughs> seven five, eh? Yep. And uh, he says, about, um, 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 "Look, oh. the arms are coming in useful now, um, sir. <laughs> uh, the uh, the town council wants to meet you, please. Good sir. job, you, you Where? scared him." Child. And he kind of like just yeah. shrinks back towards the other three guards, and this yeah. the, the older guard Sean is just like looking at him, and like you can see he's mentally flipping him off. <laughs> Don't worry, Purple Gear is a gentle giant until you piss him off. But just want to see the furball. Yeah. No, 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 no. The 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 young whippersnapper is right. Uh, the council does want to see you. My old age, I forgot. Um, did you say that the, see the the furball or see all of us? Oh, well, your company. Ah, okay, cool. Do you, does yeah. your company even have a name? I don't think we do. Yes, um, we're called Osprum's Devotees. No, no, no we are not. No, no, no. <laughs> no we are not. I assure you, we are. I, I'm just gonna like Glass while he's saying good. that. I'm just. Doing a backwards elbow into him. <laughs> there is there is um, a moment where all of you are sort of stunned to hear a singular voice in all of your heads. As oh. Bim says, like how we are. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah. High five, Bims. Wait, does, does Bims even speak common or would that have been... All telep telepathic. Yeah. Okay, so it's understandable then. Yep. Yeah, I told you to get wrecked, son. <laughs> um, are we going to ask something, Byron? Nope. So... You just got shut up by a pseudo-dragon. <laughs> Osprim speaks in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Ben, how's that stinger looking? <laughs> <laughs> he like lifts up his stinger and he says, uh, "It hasn't recharged yet." <laughs> Council. Is yes. that a thing? So, Sean basically wishes wishes you a farewell and says, "No, like I mean, at this point in time, you would have left fairly early. It's not too too far away from you know between Burl and Saltmarsh." Is like a little bit less than a day's travel, so it's probably around two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon at this stage. As you come into town, that same intuitive feeling that you had is made clear to you why it seems so quiet. You can see that there are a great many boats. You know, as you as you're descending down, you can see the docks there. You can see most of the fishing fleets are currently docked 
and you can see there's a lot of activity down at the docks as well um is our is that big boat boat of ours back yet have we renamed it we did rename it right yeah, yeah uh wave piercer yeah is it back yet give me some perception rolls please oh no they still are ship Oh, they're busy outfitting it for us. I really, I, I know what happened. Oh, shit. So, Corollas, Siren, and Xerxes. <laughs> oh, shit. Even with, with advantage, Bims doesn't know anything about boats. <laughs> <laughs> but you three, looking looking out towards the docks, you know, from what you can see, most of these ships are small there's a couple of larger vessels but you know them to be like galleons much larger than the sailing ship that that you had claimed as your own you do not see anything that looks familiar currently uh, in the docks okay it's probably still going to be another two weeks or so then well, you do you do know that he said it would take some time. Uh, what was his name? Lord Restford. Well, yeah, he said it would take like up to a month, and it's probably only been a week, maybe two. So understandable. Uh, I don't even think it's been that long. I, th I think it's been about five days since you okay. did the martial arts. Wow. Okay. So it's still three weeks. Yeah, so it's been half a week. Oh wait, and a week is ten days. So yeah. yeah. Coming into town, you can also see that there are several of the houses where there are people that seem to be nailing shut windows and things. Aren't they taking that's, this a bit too far? That's not gonna stop a dragon. The dragon yeah. wasn't interested in this area. Didn't seem like it. Okay, I, I feel like I need to remind you of the other black thing that was in the sky. There is a huge, I'm mean, not to say huge, I'm talking about miles long black banks of clouds. I don't care. Uh, oh, storm. storm, sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm, Siren is I'm, oblivious. Yeah, so it's a storm dragon. I, I don't mind water. It's a, it's a storm ghost dragon. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell from the the the, the goings on where they're tying up and they're you know, securing things and that that they appear to be preparing for the storm to hit. Uh, um, yeah. And no, there's there's not a lot of people who know you around here, though. One thing does immediately happen. Xerxes, you receive ascending. Hello? Hello? I don't know okay, what that sure. is. Ascending as an ascending <laughs> spell. You are receiving a message directly inputted into your brain that does not, that does not come from BIMS. Okay. This message states the following. Apprentice. Uh-oh. <laughs> I see you have returned. You may reply to this message. I'll, I'll say, yes, I've returned. You receive another one. It says, 
Apprentice. I may have need of your services. Do I recognize the voice? Is it uh, Jalan? 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 Or is it... It's Kiladek. It okay. Kiladek. And I have to go see Kiladek anyways, so cool. Shortly so after I'll... that, Cyan, yeah. you receive a message. Strange one. Talkative one. Oh, God. Osprum, is that you? I have finished your enchantment. Bring your 200 gold. Oh, oh, wait. Is this the wizard? You need not reply to this message. Hello? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm yelling all of this out. Cyan, <laughs> what the hell are you on about? Someone speaking me. in my head. Schizophrenic. So then answer them in your head. You don't have to speak out loud. Oh. Yes, this is Cyan. Realizing or seeing Cyan do this, I'll say, uh, yes, that was the wizard. He spoke to me too. Oh, oh, great. Well, um, we're off to see the wizard. <laughs> so yeah, you have a choice now. You can go see the wizard or you can go pop in at the council. What would you like to do first? Coming from the direction that you came from, from the north, the council would be on the way to the wizard, if I remember correctly. Where is pop my in map? Real Should we do council first? Probably. I want to see something. What... Something tells me it's either about the ship or the black dragon. Oh, um, yeah. I I want to go past the wizard first. But if we are going past the council, then so be it. Killer deck yeah. number six on the map. I want to see if Crab needs help, so that's why. So I'm going to make this mess a little bit bigger for our viewers. So they basically entered in from. Hey, wait, isn't... Oh, I know why this doesn't work. Never mind. Oh, yeah. They moved in from this side. So, yes. Um, to get to Keladex Tower, which is on the southern side of town, you will need to uh, pass through town proper. Yeah, so be it. Are we going over that bridge? Uh, Not yet. Much, uh, we go council. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, coming to the council hall, you can see there is some activity, there's people running in and out, you see, they seem to either be uh, you know, part of the militia, or a bunch of dock workers and things, you can see a couple of captains uh, that you've seen hanging around the docks before. You also, as you're approaching the, the, the large ironbound doors um, of the council hall, you notice a couple of figures striding towards it from the southern direction, from the from the docks, basically. One of them is Gedan Primewater, and the other one is the young heir, um, Anders Solmore. And they you know, both wave, lift their arms and wave at you, and say, uh, Welcome back, you're just in time. Get in, quickly, quickly. Quickly now. This is this is. Uh, what's his name? Gillen saying this. Just in time for what? Hey, Gillen, long time. I'll I'll jump in now. gladly. And you see this like when when you get into the hall itself, the tables that were like, you know, stretched across the central area with the town council, 
chairs um, towards the back and the benches and the bench chairs have all been cleared away and you can see that there is a hive of activity in here at the moment there are people that are busy loading up what appears to be like canvas bags of some sort um, you see one of the bags actually like tips over and you see food stores like apples and potatoes and things you see people busy carrying know large bundles of ropes and nets and things you're taking it as it's currently being used as, as like additional warehousing basically to move you know goods away from the docks where they could be in danger from the storm and they're basically bringing it to this neutral location and that's why these captains and things are also busy directing these dock workers you know put my stuff over here uh, there's a couple of um, people who are quite obviously homeless people um, that have been roped into helping with this as well and there are several guards there's about six guards um, just hanging around in here um, also in the hall you know looking brusque and directing the flow of things is old Ida no rosy red cheeks blowing as she's just shouting orders at anybody who's standing still or too still for too long in her presence but when she sees you coming in she kind of gives a like an elbow poke behind her and you see the taller visage that is um eliander no straightened himself up from whatever he was doing he's like was like bending over a table basically and they both turn to face you as Galen and Solmor uh, the Solmor heir old Anders I don't know why I always think of it just as the Solmor heir but old Anders as they approach them with you in tow and it is now currently five to eight before I continue with this council meeting we're gonna take a short break for about ten minutes or so uh, where we're going to just uh, replenish our drinks and do other things naturally um, <laughs> so yeah if everybody can be back in about 10 minutes for me please um, try not to take too too long in the oh, evolution shit. box and we'll be back soon and we are back thank you very much for your patience everybody with the council members now arrayed before you immediately the the one person who you do not see anywhere nearby is the dwarven lady manistrad copperlocks um mickey it is now showing that you have disconnected so you can try reconnect hey but Leander like rolls up a sleeve, and you can see on the the bottom of the sleeve and like the the table that was behind them is basically like a like a camping table. It's very small. It's not like the huge tables that they had in here before. And there's just uh, a couple of documents on there, as well as you know, a pot of ink and some sand and a quill. And you can see that like his his sleeves are stained with some ink in that as well as if he's been like rewriting and writing stuff over and over on many parchments and he says uh 
You've come at a very interesting time. Seems so. We're expecting one hell of a storm. <clears throat> we are busy battening up the hatches, so to speak. And do we know, or do, or do I have to ask, um, is, is an occurrence like this normal? Looking at this, judging from the seasons or whatnot, so is it uh, a bit of a freak occurrence? And Ida is actually the person who responds to this, because she's like the most weathered sailor of the lot. And she says, it's been known to happen from time to time. Storms like this come along maybe once every decade or so. But basically any ship that's caught out there now is a very, very good possibility that it will be sunk. Where's our ship? It's it's up north, uh, getting outfitted. It's still safe. Are you saying yeah. this out loud, or yeah. are you asking them? Yeah. And um, Eliander will actually respond to that and will say, "No, no, Lord uh, Restford sailed with the Sea Ghost, or uh, what did you say? What is it called now? The Wave Wave Piercer. Wave Wave Piercer. I had Wave Chaser in my head. Wave Piercer. They left the day after you did." About four days ago now. So they should comfortably be docked at Seaton and getting the ship outfitted. Oh, that's good. But we still have that other problem, he says. Uh -huh. Regarding the lizard folk that you had discovered aboard said ship. Yes. We have been discussing it over the last few days with coming to basic agreement that we need to do something about it though some of us and he like looks at Gillen as he says this uh, are just too damn pussy to do anything proper about it so oh, wow. we struck a middle ground we need to purchase your services thank you we want you to go to this lizard folk encampment lair. We don't know what it is. All we know is from the documents that you brought us and that crude map that you brought us, that it's somewhere near that promontory to the west of the town. It's about 15 miles away. We need you to go there perhaps meet with these lizard folk you say you you've you, you already had some sort of dealings with them they True. seemed peaceable yeah. oh i don't know if peaceable is the right word but we could likely talk to them could be persuaded with weapons yes listen to me very carefully my good tiefling and he's like, he's like him saying good tiefling is like, you can see he's like half unsure whether or not those are the correct things to get together in a sentence. And he says, this is very, very important. And old Ida once again, just like elbows him and says, oh, shut it, Ellie, and just get to the point. And she starts with the conversing and she says, you need to go to this place, but we do not want to start a war with these creatures. We did not even know that they existed until you told us about them. 
which means that in all likelihood they want to be left alone but we cannot be sure with everything that's going on with the sea princes starting their raiding and things again with the duke and seaton that is busy preparing and some sort of armada to take on the sea princes we don't need this additional shit my people just want to fish and live their lives in peace you get what i'm saying don't yep. don't start a war yeah Okay. Find out what they want. Why did they need weapons? This is the most important thing. So whether you, I don't know, uh, what's this word? And Galen says infiltrate. <laughs> and uh, she gives him the side eye and she says infiltrate. Whether you infiltrate this place or, <laughs> or just talk to them or... I don't know, have a little song and dance, whatever the hell you people do, get us some information. We need to know if we need to prepare for some sort of battle. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, we'll do it we can okay. then. And Galen says, yep. and how exactly are they to find their way to this place with the storm <laughs> coming? And on what? Say again, no, I, I... <laughs> and on what like what ship boat transports well i think it's just outside of town so we can take the horses oh, i thought it was on the ocean on like a little island no no it's like a um, do you have the the map which one what's it called yeah i've got lots of maps what's the name this is the salt marsh region okay opening yeah right so basically this place will be you see where salt marsh is yeah. just there where that dunwater river comes out of the whole marshes there's a little bulbous little bit of rock over there that's more or less where it is okay so it's not that's too far. too far away and that's what concerns them say again sorry it's, oh, it's not that far, actually. That's closer than Burl. Yeah. yeah. But you do know that when you start approaching that green area, that's the Hool Marshes. That's somewhat treacherous terrain. Um, and Andrews pipes in at this point and says, well, I would offer you a ship, but you didn't exactly bring back the last with the one the council loaned you. Well, the last one was not ship. We brought back a bigger one. Yeah, we traded it. They gave us a ship. We can probably get it back. <laughs> they Actually, gave us a piece it... of wood. I'd probably buy one. Yeah, I don't remember the ship. I remember tiny. It was just a boat. I'm actually I'm I'm remembering something in hmm. the party inventory. Did you not come back also with a small jolly boat? We do have one, yes. Yep. Yeah. There you go. I'm just going to also chime in and say you are aware of the adult black dragon that flew towards that direction, right? Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. Eliander says, yes, just one of the many problems that has come across the council table this week. But he, he seems like quite a big problem. Yes. 
Like a but fire breathing problem. He isn't currently approaching the town. That so, you know of. Well, that we know of. But we've got to prepare for things that we know of. Or at least that we have some indication of. If a black dragon comes, the guard will handle it, or they won't. So I'll say, sure, the black dragon might not be on its way to town, but we would be on our way to the black dragon. Yeah. He says, where did you see the black dragon? Uh, crossing oh. over Will the day, the day prior. And he like shares a glance with Gillen and Ida and Anders, and he says, in all likelihood, it has some sort of lair deep within the marsh. As long as you stick along the coast where this lizard encampment is, supposedly, you should be fine. Black drakes mm. don't normally like the sea. At least not in my readings and experience. Then if if we find out the reason the lizard folk needed the weapons is to attack Salt Marsh. Then, um, then you are to report it to us. Yeah, but what if they don't let us leave to report it? Well we didn't have to tell the council that If you find your lives in danger and there is no other choice you are, of course, allowed to defend yourselves. That's very kind of you, thanks. first, it's what he's saying. But it should not be the first option, is what I'm saying. Um, I think Sion will place his hand on the shoulder of this guy and go, If we don't return back alive, tell our story and prepare for war. How, how tall is Sion? <laughs> um, he's not very tall, I think he's 5'7". Okay, so you're reaching up because this guy is nearly as tall as Beiru. He's got like this, this big, intricately carved um, peg leg as well. So you're reaching up and you're telling him this. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, and he so says, I don't like you. You're too familiar. And he like grabs your hand and just very strongly removes it. I would like to hold his hand as he tries. <laughs> Oh, and then I whisper, Osprey with you, and back away. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to I'm just, I'm just shaking my head at the whole yeah. interaction. I, I, just, I just try and hide it, but I cringe. And um, yeah. he says, if you continue touching me, I will have you arrested and thrown in prison. <laughs> I'm already like... standing behind Colcarius. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, what was that, Mickey? No, nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, Sion, you're making a habit of using me as a human. No, no, you're just so big and strong. You should use Beiru, he's bigger. No, no, no Beiru will probably stab him. <laughs> yeah, he's had, he's had <laughs> some experience hiding or approaching Beiru. Um, <laughs> so... Ida says, there are basically two routes, and she says, come have a look over here. And you see one of the papers that she pulls out from underneath everything else that's on this little uh, camping table is the map that you had left with them. She says, you better take this with you, 
but basically if you follow this route here and she's point as she's pointing at the map she's pointing along the coast she says you should be pretty safe from the storm should you take choose to take the boat though at some point you are going to have to avoid the rockier um, parts of the shore about 10 10 miles um you know outside of town the other route you can take is to go by land but I wouldn't suggest taking horses through the marsh because if one of those horses puts their foot in the wrong place it's going to break its leg and you're going to have to kill it no. I like my horsey we're not killing horses it's also it's, I mean it's, it's not too too far away but each route has its dangers the ship rocks storm the marsh shit that lives in the marsh and the marsh itself the marsh itself <laughs> um, so have you I'm, ever been to the mar a marsh the marsh a marsh any marsh yeah not a nice place just as a matter of interest these storms of this scale how long do they normally last something like this it could blow out in a day or two it might be over in a couple of hours it all so do, do we have to leave right this instant can we not wait out the storm yeah you could possibly wait out the storm i don't know about you guys but i don't feel like traveling yeah uh, what like half a day uh on foot in stormy weather to hit a marsh no thanks yeah no that's why i was asking about how long the storm lasts because it's definitely going to be better for us to go after it yeah i want to go chill drink some wine she says just so that you are aware whatever might happen look the sea will probably be a bit quieter after the storm passes the land route will be even more muck than normal so up to you Though, That's fine. I will impress upon you the fact that we do need this information sooner rather than later. The, if they are planning to attack us, it would be better if we could prepare properly and call in reinforcements if needed ahead of time. Um, I don't think they do. Oh, wait, yeah, we don't know how many times they uh conversed or dealt with the pirates to get weapons so yeah. in mind they could have an entire armament already fair enough yeah because from the documents and that um this is now me as dm speaking not one of the council members you do know that these arrangements have been taking place for a while okay bringing them iron know iron goods of some sort as they put it not not too um uh spy like <laughs> their, their language i'm trying to think overtly covertly there we go yeah um but yeah it's up to you guys you can yeah. wait but uh old gillan says have you forgotten to tell them about the reward ah Said our interest peaked a bit. <laughs> so basically, we're going to offer you, and this is now Gillen speaking, 
a handsome reward if you go and you find this information for us. We have collected a pot of 700 gold pieces. But each. I will personally... <laughs> not each, 700 total, <laughs> sir. What do you think this is? Some sort of metropolis? No, I think definitely it's not. dangerous to be traveling in a storm on foot. We will into... be willing to give you danger pay uh -huh. of an additional 200 gold pieces. Each. <laughs> Total. Uh, okay. That's not Zer your understanding of monetary gain is limited, isn't it? <laughs> no, I just think it's awfully dangerous to send six people into the heart of a potentially dangerous <laughs> lizard village that's on the verge of potentially attacking. While I'm dragging are you trying to, get, are you trying to get some more cheese yeah. out of this deal? 100%. That is weird. That's da like dangerous as hell. Give me a persuasion. <laughs> Charisma persuasion roll, please. Don't forget the dragon. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. You can, you can do that, Siren. Then you can give him advantage. Because you, sure. you are proficient in persuasion, aren't you? I am. So roll again, Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. 42. <laughs> that's not Here how this go. works. <laughs> <laughs> you wish that's how it works. We, we <laughs> have two clerics. Yeah, I'll be back, them back now. There's some weird shit going on somewhere else. <laughs> sure thing. Go for it. What the fuck? <laughs> Please excuse yeah. that. Uh, people listening in on the stream. <laughs> I said, we have two clerics, and not one of them gave him guidance. <laughs> no, they, well, that, that's a pretty good roll. Let's, let's see how well you persuade them. All right, so... Anders says, if you leave immediately, I will see to it that upon your return, you're given an additional 300 gold. <laughs> so this is a grand total of 1,200 gold pieces. Okay. I like this. That's not bad. Yeah. It's still dangerous. Still scared, but it's a lot better. I'm sure we can find a way around. So will you be needing the boat or will you be traveling by foot? I, for one, think our best chances go by traveling by boat. Bogs okay. just aren't that great, and they're going to get even more mushy during the storm. And we have Procan and Osprim to guide us on the seas. But it's waters are wild. Mm. And I'm with Lion. This is our domain, after all. Uh, Sion puffs up his chest. Uh, <laughs> uh, so are we, are we talking about going out to sea, rather? Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. flick the, the hat that uh, Sion has glued onto his head. <laughs> it is firmly on my head. I'll just say, good idea, sir. That's Captain. What? Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, you need to talk up, love. How's your bridge? I'm having that. Siren starts speaking in tongues. Yeah, I start speaking. I start weirding people out again. 
Oh, no, it's fine. It's, it's not a holiday of any sort or specific day today in South Africa, is it? Nope. No. no. It's no. Wednesday. It's the <laughs> first of July. It's, like, yeah. it's wacky Wednesday, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this massive queue of cars going somewhere into town and hooting and a whole bunch of shit going on. Oh, that's but... the KFC drive through queue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe that if there's a KFC close. Uh, maybe, no. maybe somebody, I don't know, throwing a wedding or throwing a funeral could be a way. Mm. Well, no, they a don't sound of... like they, they, they're respecting the, 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 the 50 person limit. No, I was going to say, it's well over that. Okay, back on topic. Yeah, yeah sorry. No worries. <laughs> so, Give us an hour. You would like an hour to deliberate? Yeah. yeah, well, that and prepare. Yeah, we've, I've got to make some stops before I leave town again. Same. Same. Stop Same. It, so you'll take the job? Yes. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Maybe. Eliander like, grabs a, a pouch from his belt and he tosses it to you. And he says, consider this an advance for whatever supplies you might require for your journey. Um, and Ida says, we will make sure that a boat is ready to leave. You can probably find it just outside of Galen Prime Water's uh, personal docking space. Okay, and Galen's you. like, say what now? And she says, you are volunteering a boat. <laughs> and he we'll says, I am. To bring it back in one piece. Hopefully. Well, well no. Uh, if the, we're forced to go onto the sea, if anything happens to this boat, it won't be due to our negligence. It would be acts of God. Collateral damage. No, don't go, go, don't go blaming my God. No, it'll, it'll, be acts, it'll be the act of gods. Acts of gods. <laughs> Or lack so as long as we keep the, 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 the pronoun male there. It, it must be one heck of a thing being an insurance <laughs> company and <laughs> something like this. It's like, which one do you blame? <laughs> um, so they assure you that they'll have everything ready in a couple of hours. Um, they'll also make sure that there are provisions on board for a trip of, uh, say, three days Ooh. for you. Oh, God. Meals for seven. Do are, are we getting a um a crew, or is it just us that have to man the boat? Uh, it will just be. We need every able-bodied man that we can keep here in town. Have you seen what happens when a few thousand sailors and fishermen who cannot get out on the sea are forced to spend their time indoors? Yes. Ooh, yeah. I'm definitely going to need an hour. Out of character, I'm going to need an hour to sort out some business. <laughs> so, if you basically are led second. out of this place by Galen, um, who bids you farewell and says that he will make sure that he has some sort of kill boat of, or you know, a small ship, similar, similar to the one that you had uh, used to get out to uh, the Sea Ghost. 
you'll have something similar. You know, small enough that the six of you can fit in it, stealthy enough, you know, that it won't have a large profile, and you no, know, but still large enough that it'll be relatively safe on the uh, unsettled seas. And they they do know that you are somewhat proficient with sailing, or at least some of you are. I hope so. <laughs> Moving okay. out into town, where are you headed to? Who's who's who, who is heading where? If I can put it that way. I've got to do two things, three things. Yeah. Um. Firstly, kill a deck. Uh, I need to go and get my cursed luck stone, which is well now it's just a luck stone. Um from Keradek and see what he um, was meant or wanted to talk to me about uh, when he said he needed help. And then the second thing is uh, to go past the, uh, what are they called again? To sell my, give me a sec, I'm checking the notes. Yeah, I'm just checking. Kester's leather goods to sell the trapper pelt. And then I need to go to the place that I rented. All right. To set up my ladies. So there are many, many things happening there. I will say your ladies. Can we do that out of out of gameplay, perhaps? Cool. <laughs> the killer deck stuff that we can handle, um, and the um, the leather goods store. Which now cool. that I think of it sounds like something else, but anyway. Um, who else wants to do anything? Sorry. Um, I'm going to head through to um, Welgar just to go reconnect at the temple and that and do some prayers. Sure thing. Is anybody going with him? Nope. Okay. Um, I think Sain uh, uh, wants to follow Xerxes because uh, he doesn't quite remember where the tower is um, <laughs> and how to get there. So he's just going to follow Xerxes around until. Um, he gets to the tower. He goes to the tower <laughs> as well. Um, but at any point, um, if we cross the harbour, yes. I'd like to just stop by the harbour and like have a quick chat with like the local fishermen and sailors, see what's uh, happening in town recently. Well, I mean, you can take you can take a, a bit of a walk, but most of them are running around trying to prepare for the storm. So I don't know how receptive they'll be, but you can certainly try. Um, okay, if, if none of them are like, if they're all hurrying around, I'll just kind of like shout out in general and say, pray to Osprum for safety. <laughs> cool. Ooh, that's gotten very loud. How long are we staying in town? This little excursion? Well, in couple town, of hours. a couple of hours. <clears throat> what do you want to do, Peter? I just want to go to the abbey and drop some gold pieces there. Alright. Uh, just make a note to... of how many you are giving to them, please. And you can, can I... tell me at a later stage or send me a whisper uh... on Discord or something. Okay. Um, and Siren, what are well. you doing? Oh, I'm going to see if Crab needs help with anything. Alright. So. Uh, were you going to say something, Richard? Sorry. Hello? Hmm? 
Maybe not. Okay, so. I want to go to the, um, to the grove. Yeah. Uh, and have a chat with, um, Ferrin. Alright. Have a chat with Ferrin, see if there's anything I can help with. So. And if there's enough time, make a potion or two. Cool. I don't think there's enough time. So, I'm going to do it in this order. When you get, uh, this is now for Corollas. Corollas, when you get to the Abbey, you can see that your, we'll call them acolytes, your students, have already, you know, they've, they've been led by example by the, by the, the other, and you know, a couple of them were actually locals. So they have a fair idea what they need to do. And they start, they've already started closing up, you know, boarding up the windows. You can see that um, they've even filled up some, like, sacks of sand that they've, like, tried to make a, some sort of, like, ramshackle. They're not, not a particularly good one, but something at least, um, along, along the perimeter of the small cottage, if you will, the small building that is your current abbey. Is there any particular precautions that you'd like to, them to take in addition to that? Mm. Maybe... I don't know, maybe put the foods and stuff in the cellar maybe, if there's one. Or in the roof. Uh, just make sure they're safe and if they... If things aren't going well, they can always like abandon the abbey and just in town. All right, so they'll follow your orders. Um, are you give you say you're giving them that additional gold as well? Yes. They said that they're basically going to use some of that to buy some extra supplies if they can. Um, and but they'll continue securing. And if if something, I mean, they they they're pretty far from the water, except for where it, you know, it comes into the sheltered bits where it gets close to that bridge. But mm. uh, they, they 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 take your advice to heart, and they promise that they will absolutely do that. At some other point, we have to decide, or you need to decide, more precisely, what are they. As in, like, what race are they human or whatever the case may oh, be? And I think up a couple of things. One is human. Uh, one is human, the other one's a dwarf. Okay, so one human, one dwarf. Make okay. a note of that and send it to me later. Okay. Then I'm going to move on to Siren. Siren, as you go there to um, have a look and see how Kreb is doing at the e empty, almost said empty nest, empty net, mm-hmm. you see. He's a bit more concerned than everybody else in town. After all, his place of business is right out over the water. Mm -hmm. And while he has made a fairly decent attempt to you know, seal off um, like the back entrance, you see is all boarded up. That's you know, this area that went out onto like the... the uh, what you call it, like a balcony area. All of that has been boarded up. There isn't a window that's open in this place. It sp smells a lot more stale and rancid than normal because of this lack of a, of a fresh draft coming off of the bay. Of but he, he's clearly agitated. 
um, when you enter this place. And you can see he's got a couple of his friends slash patrons slash uh, bouncers <laughs> that are busy hammering away and like moving furniture around as well. And he says, Siren! Yes. You're back in town! Only for a moment. He says, why? Where are you off to? Ah, uh, business in the marshes. Not fun. Can't help it. And he says, well, I've, I've got something strange here for you. Mm-hmm. It arrived here yesterday. A young lady brought it in. Uh-huh. And he like moves towards the, the back, towards the the bar, basically. Reaches underneath and he brings out what appears to be a small like cardboard box of a very deep maroon color that is tied with silk ribbons. And he pushes it forward and now his hands are not particularly clean, so he's he's trying to do it so as not to get it dirty. I'll, I'll come and get it. And he says, she didn't leave her name. She just said, this is for Siren. Thank you. I'll look at it now. But is there anything you need help with? No, no. Me and the boys have got everything fairly secure. But uh, you never know. When you come back, you might not find us here anymore. <laughs> well, I um, I'm offering to help you if the storm's over and there's damages to help repair this rickety place, maybe make it more stable. Well, that is quite an offer. Um, I don't know what to say. Nobody's uh, this, ever been so kind to me. This uh, a repayment for taking me in. And he, like, tries to, like, wipe off some of the grime from his hands. And he holds out one and offers you his paw, basically. I'll uh, shake it. And uh, it says, To a long and successful future together. Indeed. I says, well, better get back to it. I hope you enjoy whatever the hell that is. And he like goes back to hammering something, something down, basically. What is what is inside this beautifully decorated box? So, moving over to the side, it's small enough that you can hold it in one hand and pull it, pull at the ribbons. And mm-hmm. as you tug at the ribbon. Something strange happens. The ribbons just fall away into four pieces, and the box itself cracks open like as if it was split by a cross from corner to corner, from each corner, okay? And it just unfolds into what looks like something like an origami flower. But right in the center of the flower is a perfectly round piece that has a small clear area that you can read a short message on and the message is signed off with a very elaborate looking MC and all it says is I have come for you 
Cool, I'll just stash that into my... One more thing. As it opened up, you caught an aroma. An aroma that you recognize from your time in the capital city. It is a particular perfume that is used by several of the noble ladies of the court. And this perfume, it smells sort of like roses and musk. Well, I'm not going to show my panic, although I am panicking. <clears throat> Thank you. I'll, I'll go find the others now. Okay, that's... I wish you luck. So, Bayron, as you make your way, basically you're retracing your steps, because as you would have come into town, you would have passed by the grove of Obadiah. Um, yeah, stupid council out of the way. Pardon? I say, yeah, the stupid council's out yeah. of the way. <laughs> so, making your way there, a couple of things, you notice that the chitter-chatter, you know, that would normally accompany this serene little wood just, just on the edge of town, the animals are quiet. You can, you can tell just from being here that they are just as unsettled by the storm as the townsfolk themselves are and coming into the clearing that you now is the usual haunt um, of the druid Ferran, you see that he is not there you spend some time searching you call for him and you do not find him there you can make me an investigation roll not best roll ever okay so having a look around you can still see that you know the little ramshackle lean-to that he basically um, preferred to use as his shelter is still there most of his limited personal um, items are still there he just doesn't seem to be in the grove at this point so he's he's obviously it's not like he's packed up and left to you know to you know, left town or anything like that so you, you could probably spend a bit of time trying to find him in town itself would you like to do that mm, yeah i'll just plonk down under a tree and relax okay uh, actually do i have time to make a potion or i don't have time to make no. a potion not at this I point Making a potion relax. is a brew of an entire day. Yeah, I'll relax under a tree. So... See, see if he returns. Okay. Carcarius, you yep. make your way up to... No, up the winding road, up the cliff, to the Temple of Procan. You can see there's uh, quite a bit of bustle here as well. You also notice the half-orcan... Um, graveyard keeper is like helping some other young acolyte carry in what seems to be like like cots very very plain simple bed cots into the larger temple structure itself okay i assume they're going to be sheltering helping shelter some people yeah 
you can assume that from the preparations. Yeah. Qualgar himself oh. is nowhere to be seen outside. Okay, I'll head in, see if I can find him. Yeah, you find him fairly easily. He's he, he's busy uh, wiping down his hands. Um, and you can see that they actually seem to be covered in blood. And he's what, just like, he's, he's not like concerned. He's just wiping out. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Welcome, welcome, young Cogarius. No, no, no. Just, uh... Conducting a bit of a divination ritual to see if I could uh, okay. hear something from the wave father about this damn storm that's got everybody worked up. And any word? This is what's strange. Usually the wave father tells me of these things, but he is silent. That's odd. I know I've been struggling to get. Like hold of him recently, but we were up in the Dreadwood, so I think the distance from the ocean would have been for that. But you know, it's odd that he does not warn, warn you about the storm. It came out of the blue, almost. I I, I don't know. It's, it, it is a strange one. Uh, in all my long years, I've at least had some sort of forewarning, but... All I can tell from experience is this is going to be a big one. Oh, I see you prepping to shelter some of the others. Aye, aye, aye. You're more than welcome to lend a hand if you'd like. I always use somebody to con conjure some more fresh water and the likes. Uh, I'll help for what time I can, but we are about to head out again on another council errand. Council's got you doing their dirty work again, eh? Pretty much, but the coin is good. Well, I do hope that I uh, can trust you to make a donation. Well, of course, I'll like um, can do that when I go and pray. Well, I'll drop a donation by the um, wherever the offerings area is. Okay. Yeah, there's a small little offering uh, bowl. Near the, yeah. near the altar. We'll pop in three gold. Okay. And um, he's busy busying himself now with other matters in, in the temple, talking to people, trying to, you know, direct them, you know, you can sleep here, you can sleep there. And he, he basically starts giving you orders as well. And he tells <laughs> he tells the, the graveyard keeper, you know, to plonk that bed down there and that. But it's, it's it, you can spend the time. Uh, basically just helping to organize um, yeah. the limited just space within the temple. Prepping for the storm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Cyan, you going to the docks and shouting out and and that, you do get a couple of odd looks and you see there are even a few of the sailors who make the appropriate, you know, like hand gestures in in. Uh, I, I just want to, I just want to state that, like, as I'm walking along, I'm not just like shouting it. I've got my incense kind of like swinging in front of me, and okay, I'm like, so um, you're doing the full, the full, full priest full, thing, full priest <laughs> thing, like blessing everyone, yeah, and, and like. And, and you see, there's there's quite a few devotees. Um, no, when they see you and they hear your your prayers, I mean, I'm gonna assume that there'll be some sort of formalized prayer. 
um, that, that uh, uh, Cyan wouldn't know. He kind of just shouts out praise towards um, Osprey, towards bro, towards Osprey, and like kind of like beseeches everyone to join in did to you, to did benefit you hear from that? it. He nearly fucked up there. He almost hit pro. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is no, slowly no. converting him. <laughs> no, but no, he, definitely. Yeah, but as, as you're doing this, most of the people like give a nod and you know, greeting uh, there's even a couple of them that press a couple of coppers in your hand um, and ask for uh, basically a benediction um, for protection from from the storm oh yeah totally totally would do it uh, scoop up some water from underneath from just next to the jetty mm -hmm. and you just kind of smear it across their forehead all right so you do that it, it's you, you can be busy with it for as long as you want um, but you can see that, hmm, actually I'm going to say, what would be a good role for this? Let's see how successful your minis minis ministering would be. Let's make it just, uh, are you trained in religion? Um, I'm proficient in religion, Not proficient, yeah. yeah. Yeah, make yeah. a religion check for me. Let's see, I think that's as good a step uh. as any. Alright, so, yeah, it's, it's plausible <laughs> it's it's all right <laughs> it's not the best you're not drawing in any crowds or anything you're not like a mega preacher or anything but yeah, yeah, you do get a sense. few people and you do seem to you know give counsel and 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 a bit of comfort um to those worshippers of ostrom that you do run across um but this is this was like on the way to the wizard's tower yeah. Yeah. Xerxes like just walks ahead of you. <laughs> he avoids the rest of this stuff. Yep. I'm assuming. <laughs> but you are you gonna wait for him or are you gonna go straight to the tower? Are you gonna let him do his thing while you're just a bit ahead? How well I'm walking on ahead. If he decides to catch up or can catch up then so be it. Uh, right. he okay. knows damn well that uh that's not my vibe. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, you slow down a little bit, and he'll he'll catch up to you in like a minute or so. You can you can keep fairly easy. You know, you you keep keep an eye on Xerxes, and when you see he's going too far away, you like hurry up your blessings a little bit and take a little bit of a jog forward, incense swinging. <laughs> yeah, but, no, definitely. Um, but when you eventually do make your way up to the tower, um. You see this, to you Xerxes, it's a very familiar sight. You see this very tall, dusky-skinned man. He's carrying a twisting staff that looks like two intertwined snakes. And it's, it's as tall as he is. And he's wearing what looks like long red silken robes with, with fine gold ruins stitched into it and he's got a huge red turban on his head with this black feather sticking out of it out of it, like a jewel a ruby in the front and as you come closer he holds up a hand for you to stop and he says apprentice and talkative one I look over my shoulder. Business first. 
talkative one. Here's your stuff. And as he holds out his hand, you see this pouch appear in it. And he he says, you've got the gold. Oh, yes, of course. Um, I'll fumble around in my pouch and count out all, um, all the gold that's required. All right. And right. you notice that from his side, a very fine silken pouch floats over to you, and he says, make your deposit, please. Ooh. And I'll drop the coins in one by one. Can I hear them tinkle as they drop in? Yep. Cling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do them one by one. So, <laughs> one by one. And he's, you can see he's, he's, he's watching them. He's counting them as well. But okay, as soon yeah. as the last coin clinks in, it zips closed and floats back and like hooks itself onto his belt and the pouch that was in his hand this leather little pouch floats over to you and he says a pleasure doing business with you oh nice thanks very much so thanks i'll kind of just go back and stand next to xerxes and he now turns to you xerxes i'll say i trust you if you know your way back now uh, I've got business to discuss with Caleb. Oh, yeah, I could probably find my way if I tried. Okay. I stand there. Safe travels. <laughs> see you later. Uh, oh, why would I see you later? So I'm going to go speak to Kelladek. We've got business to discuss. Oh, okay. Um, kind of just turn around and look out at the sunset or the, the view. <laughs> just oblivious. Sure, you can do that. <laughs> um, you basically turn around and... You just see that huge bank of clouds, and it just consumes you in your thoughts. Ooh, um, Xerxes. Whether you uh, like it or not, he's still standing there, but you do not know if he's paying attention. Who's Cyan? Cyan, yes. That's cool. First things first, well, whatever you want to say could be first, but uh, just remember my Luxstone. He says, yes, well, that's a little bit of a problem. I have done some research. And this particular luck stone was cursed by one of the minor gods of luck. To remove the curse, you are going to need to find a cleric of this god and ask them to beseech their deity on your behalf. Right. I'm trying to find the name of the god. Um, because the one that I'm getting in my head is Atroa, which was that goddess of the spring. And I know it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brain is doing that thing where it's reaching for one word and it's not getting the correct one. Um, it was something with an N. Ah, yes. Noribo, or Norebo, however you want to pronounce it. He's also known as the God of Gambles. Okay. You are going to need to find one of his clergymen and see if you can persuade them to remove the curse. Okay. As to my other business, 
I have noticed in your comings and goings that you have the assistance of some new friends, employees. What are they to you? Um, is this what I think he's talking about? Your your adventuring company. Oh, so the party. The party. Oh, you thought she was, he was talking about the other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the adventuring party. Uh, say yes. He says, no I have an opportunity. I require something to be retrieved for me. Something delicate. How would your friends feel about a bit, uh, a little bit of larceny? Ooh, I don't know. Um, that is a good question. What if I can pay uh, them handsomely? Depends on how. Um, it depends on what. It depends on what the specifics are. Some of us. Uh, in the party could be persuaded to assist hypothetically somewhat. you are aware of course of the quartermasters of Ayus who have set up camp here in town not too far away from this very tower yes are you familiar with their kind this is by no means any kind of reference to you being a tiefling and them being mostly tieflings. Yeah. Yeah. Come from such a place? From up north, yes. Well, do you know Captain Zendros? I don't believe I I believe you have met her once or twice before. Don't recall, but okay. She was a buxom lady. I'm trying to find the picture for you because if I show you the picture, I'm fairly damn certain that you're going to remember what she looks like. Um, but he says to you, oh, Peter, you've disconnected. Strange. Mm. She looks like this. Uh, it's not responding. Um, he says, well... Did you know that she, every once in a while, is able to procure magical items from her homeland? I was not aware. Well, consider yourself informed. I want you to attempt to infiltrate their camp and find something in particular that I hear she has a rare spell scroll okay it's what does it look like it is cased in black obsidian and it is covered in symbols that are a combination of infernal and abyssal in nature okay I assume she would keep it somewhere in her personal tent, 
quarters, whatever the hell she's staying in. If you bring that to me, I will pay you... Oh, what would be a fair amount for something like this? 500 gold pieces? 500 gold pieces to infiltrate the captain of the quartermasters of IU seems like quite a tall ask. Well, I suppose it is. Well, no matter. If you ever reconsider it, you can let me know. Just know that if you find, or just you just hypothetically speaking, of course, happen to come into possession of such a spell scroll in such a fine scroll case, there's 500 gold pieces waiting for you. Hmm. Well, I'll have to discuss with uh, one of my fellow party members in specific and should we choose to take on this quest we'll uh, we'll let you know excellent but I w i'm just going to let him know as well that uh, essentially we've, we're only going to be up for an hour or two because we've got another quest that we have to go on to he <laughs> says apprentice you bore me with such details. And the door to the tower behind him swings open and he just leaves. <laughs> the door slams. <laughs> Typical. Cool. So, with that, it is now nine o'clock. So I'm going to say this is a very good place to call it, I think, in this in the story. Um, next week, when we return, we will get busy with the traveling and the excursion to the lizard lair. The lizard folk Fun lair. Part. Sounds funny, the lizard lair. I just want to say thank you very much again to all of my players for... Uh, joining in this little adventure first time streaming our story I hope that those people who were who managed to listen in uh, enjoyed it and found our antics enjoyable as well and all my umming next week it will improve I hope I also just want to say once again thank you very much to Sirenscape for the great sounds always a must for a game just helps with the immersion so very very much and Rob Tui for his great mods as well as Fantasy Grounds Unity itself it's awesome and I've just dropped my pen <laughs> alright guys thank you very much good cool. night to sure. you all and we will see you next week same time Wednesday night 7pm South African time cool thank you night wow. everybody have a good week further yeah, bye